Hello, and welcome to the Dangerous Creatives Podcast. If you're growing your photography or creative business, you're in the right place. Each week, we deliver a workshop-style solo show, expert interview, or motivating story from our community, so you can tune in to find encouragement, motivation, and ideas to help the right people find you and your amazing work. I'm your host, Kristen Sweeting. I'm a photographer and coach, and my favorite thing is helping dangerous creatives just like you stand out in a world that just wants us to blend in. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Y'all might only know us for this podcast, but Dangerous Creatives have been offering business coaching to photographers, creatives, and service providers for years now. And we have programs designed for you at each different unique place in your business, whether you're just at the beginning, scaling to your first 100K, growing from 100K up into starting multiple income streams and building a team, or if you are 300K plus and are ready for one-on-one consulting, we have so many different points, touch points that we have with business owners all over the world. And one of our most popular programs is the Road to 100K Mastermind. Our experienced coaches help each member design the strategy, the pricing, and the offers that align with your goals. This is no more cut and dry, one one size fits all education. This is very specific business coaching that helps you hit your goals in the way that really works for you. So get the tools and more importantly, the implementation and accountability to actually hit those goals. And this group guys, it's so fun and it's so supportive and the community really helps people excel and hit the goals way faster than they would on their own. We have breakout groups for wedding photographers, portrait photographers, service providers, like social media experts, coaches, um, tattoo artists, health, beauty, wellness. And we have expert coaches in several different focus areas to help support you towards your goals. And our programs have some of the highest rates of results out there. So if you're interested in hopping in, you can check out all the information or book a discovery call at dangerschool.com slash mastermind. Well, hey friends, today's episode is just a short and sweet workshop. We're going to talk about how to be more visible during booking season so you can book more dream clients for next year. You can feel better through the winter about the money coming in, the bookings that you have coming in, and just in general, like have some better systems, have some things that you can use on repeat to make your business flow a little bit better. So take some notes because there's going to be nine things to boost your visibility during booking season, which is what we're heading into right now. So yay, this is going to be really short and sweet. And I hope you get some things that are takeaways from this episode. If you are like me over the years, this time of year is when maybe we start to panic a little bit about bookings for next year. We're like, what if this is the year that no one hires me, that um, I have to burn my business down to the ground and we get a little like panicky. So just a pep talk 
don't don't go and do anything rash because you're scared. I know how tempting it can be, but we have so much time left in booking season and in booking time. If you're a wedding photographer, a lot of times most of the bookings come in before March. So there's so many months left. So before you go and knee-jerk react and book up those Saturdays with small weddings, small packages, things that you aren't excited about, just remember that you have to hold the space for the great things that you want to come into your calendar and um, and like pep talk yourself a little bit. Have people around you that are a support system that you can turn to when things get hard so that you can really stay clear to that vision of what you want to fill um, your year next year because there's no going back once you reserve all your weekends and, um, and you definitely don't want to book a bunch of things because of fear. So if you're in that place and you're starting to worry already, We'll make some other, we have some podcast episodes already that give you lots of ideas on ways to make money, especially during slow seasons. But for this one, we're going to focus on how to really, really get your work in front of people, um, encourage them to reach out to you, to inquire, to go through the booking process and nine things that are really going to boost this for you during this time. So here we go. Number one. Find some local blogs, some Instagram accounts, or some events to collaborate with. Often we just think really, really singular about our own Instagram account. We're like, we are going to post every day. We're going to, you know, blast as many weddings or as many photo shoots out as possible, and someone's going to see it. We're just going to cross our fingers and hope. But when you start looking for other blogs, other accounts that speak to people in your area or that do things at venues that you want to work at or that um, somehow can cross with some of your ideal clients, this can be a great chance for y'all to collaborate on some content that'll put both of what, like both of the work of what you're doing in front of each other's audiences. So start to make a list of some potential collaborators. If you're a wedding photographer, this could be venues, it could be dress shops, it could be um, hair and makeup people, it could be bachelorette party groups. If you're a portrait photographer, it could be um, parenting blog or magazine or a local blogger magazine. There are so many different resources and so many different places that need content and photos and want to collaborate on things more than you even think maybe. So start making a list and seeing if there's any crossover there and people that you can reach out to to create something valuable for your potential clients and your, um, your combined ideal client. And actually, y'all, before I go on to number two, because if you're like me and you like to see things visually, you can download a PDF of this, these nine things. It's in the show notes of this episode. So download it. You can use it like a checklist. You can use it like a worksheet. And I bet this is going to really help you direct your marketing so that your work can get in front of more people. Because we want all of us, we're like, guys, I want to be partying in the Maldives with all of you. So let's all get our businesses to a great place so we can go and just create as much abundance as we want in our lives. So, okay, download that worksheet. Make sure you use it during booking season. Now is the time to start applying some of these lessons. All right, number two is to send galleries to vendors and venues and other people that you collaborate with, maybe designers of the wardrobe that wardrobe that you use for the shoot, um, and follow up with thank you notes or texts. This can be such a simple thing, and I know we get overwhelmed and we get busy and we forget to share things, but thinking of the projects that we do as a group project can be super beneficial for the work that we're doing. 
And if you are already doing that, but you want to add a little extra something, you can make sure to reach out with a thank you text a week or so after the event that you work together, a couple days after um, a thank you note. Some of those things really go a long way. And I also think there's a ton of attention given to certain vendors in our industries, but think about everyone else that went into making it a team project and give a little extra love to some of the other vendors too, or the dress designer of the outfit for the shoot that you did, or the makeup artist that worked with you on that musician shoot. There are so many people that go into making something great and just a little extra gratitude really does go a long way or a little extra thank you gift or something that just like lets people know you appreciate them. Um, That's a great way to have that like mutually beneficial relationship where you both are working together and helping each other move forward in your careers and, um, and like people remember how we make them feel. So just make sure to think about everyone involved in a project that you're doing not just one or two specific vendors. Number three, this one is a really fun, easy thing that you can actually go and do today. Um, And I've learned it from a couple different influencers on Instagram that aren't in the photography space is to make like an Instagram stories highlight with some favorite portfolio images or maybe talking about the way that you like to work or the things that really matter to you. Um, In Danger School and in our coaching programs, we help our clients kind of define their values and their vision for why they're doing the work that they're doing. And some of that is really helpful to explain in your marketing too, because then you can connect with people that share similar values. So make an Instagram stories highlight that you can save. And so not only use favorite portfolio images, but make sure to link to your website, to any blogs that are of particular interest to your ideal client, um, maybe something that makes you stand out and your booking pages. So often we make it so hard for people to reach out to us. That's one of the first things when I look at someone's website, I'm like, It takes five clicks for me to find how to reach out to you. Let's make it easier. So make it really easy and like a start here kind of button on your Instagram highlight or a portfolio uh, Instagram highlight, but something that you make sure links directly to where you want people to go. You have to create that path for them to follow instead of leaving them to guess of what to do next. Number four, if you're a wedding photographer, this is easy. It just takes a little extra, um, a little extra forethought. And if you're a portrait photographer, you can do this too. Just think like what this might apply to is to share anniversary posts in stories in, um, in the static posts. This could also be birthdays or maybe an anniversary of a business launching or something like that. Like if you're a brand photographer, maybe this is your, your client's 10-year anniversary or five-year anniversary of their business or celebrating something great that they've done that you can be like, my client just launched their podcast. Let's celebrate them and share some of your photos. So there are so many chances that we can kind of like revisit some of our old work. And so anniversary posts with links to blog posts or to your website, um, little shout outs of thank you or gratitude, shouting out your clients when you can, when they have a big win, those things also can help you like bring back some of your best work if that feels good for you and also remind some of your past clients like, hey, I'm still here, I'm still kicking, I'm still doing photography, would love for you to hire me again or share the photos. 
Um, And you don't even have to say that. You don't even have to do the ask. Just by sharing it and tagging people, you give them the opportunity to kind of remember how amazing it was working with you, do a little shout out, reshare. You're making it easy for them to tell people about you again. Number five, I'm going to take a page right out of one of my favorite books, Contagious. And this is using your Instagram to do a social proof booking confirmation post. I see a lot of photographers doing this now, but but honestly, there's also a ton of photographers I follow that don't do this. And this could be a really cool thing is when someone does book you, sharing their first names their wedding date, the venue that they're at, the city that they're at. Like, Don't disclose personal information if your client's really private. Don't put last names, but like, you can be like, hey, congrats. I'm so excited to work with you. Do the little date, the location. And like, if you tag them, you can make it really private so that it's not like blasting their information anywhere. But that is called social proof. It's from, um, he talks about it in the book Contagious, where it's just talking about how to kind of Get your work out there, how to make things more viral, how to make people remember who you are, to share about you, to talk about you. Um, So it's kind of this like psychology behind how to make private decisions more public and um, creating social proof, showing people like, hey, other people are booking me can go a really long way in building trust and being like, oh my gosh, their dates are booking up. I want to make sure to book them too. So I've seen this work really well, even in some of my education offers when I've been able to shout out clients wins or share who has joined programs. I do always try to ask permission and consent because I want to make sure to like respect people's privacy. But if you can do this in a way that feels really good to you and your brand, and that also protects your clients, it can go a really, really long way. Number six is a little old school. There was a time in my business where the only thing I did was blog and network. That was it. Blogging was king. Um, Submissions were king and relationships are always going to be king. So always focus on relationships, but for a long time, long-term blog format was like the thing to do and all the photographers did it. And it's less, um, I feel like people do it less now, but it still can have its place, especially with SEO, especially with people searching specific questions on Google or on Pinterest. So think about like what your client is Googling or what information they might be looking for or what they might look for before they're ready to hire a photographer. So one blog post that I did when I was really trying to boost my wedding photography business was like five classic venues in my city that um, are photogenic or something, you know? So I made a blog post that highlighted some venues that I really wanted to be working at consistently that fit with my brand and, um, you know, put some identifying words that people might be Googling. Like, you know, in my city, there's a lot of barn venues. There's a whole lot of different types of venues, but I wanted this one specific kind of venue. And so I made posts about those venues that showcased it. So when people were looking for classic venues in my city, they were also finding me. Um, And so think about like what your ideal client might be searching, might be looking for before they're ready to hire you. And how can they come across your work almost like magically, organically? And we all know it's not magic. You planned this. This is SEO. This is all the things that you've planned on. But you know, that's how we kind of get ahead of the game is if all of these weddings, all of these shoots 
that are, um, you know, they're getting the information that they want before they're even ready for you. There's so much trust. There's so many, like so many different pings of name recognition along the way. And, you know, family photographers, same thing, like, um, best places to get my family photos taken in my city or, um, what to do the first year of having a baby, you know? So many different informational posts that we can give great value to our clients and also connect with them earlier on on, in the process. So think about a couple really searchable titles and start working on some blog posts that you can share. You can make them into infographics on Pinterest, on Instagram, all the things. Um, You can even submit these as uh, extra information for different blogs, for different sites. This can be super helpful for your whole community. Number seven is to reconnect with friends. This is a time where a lot of us start to get anxious. A lot of photographers start to get anxious, reconnect with some industry friends, share stories, um, make a little pact to help each other out. Like if I'm booked, I'll send referrals to you. If you're booked, I'll send referrals to you. Like we have such a beautiful community as photographers and To me, it's even really rare to find someone that doesn't want everyone else to succeed too. It's rare to come across that person in the photography world. So like come together and find ways to support each other, hire each other, refer each other, connect with industry friends, ask how can I support you, um, and like just even get excited about booking time because it can feel lonely and a lot of times even just talking about it with other people can help a whole lot. Number eight is to share your availability. You've probably seen people do this, especially with mini sessions. They post a date. They say, I have these time slots open. And then as people book them, they mark them off. Again, this is another form of social proof. You're reminding people that like, hey, these are filling. It's time to make a decision and, you know, go ahead and book these. A lot of times people are, we're all just in our own little worlds. We all have so much going on. It's often not that someone doesn't want to book you. It's just like they got distracted and moved on with their life and forgot. And so these are just little reminders, little pieces of social proof to be like, hey, guys, let's get it together. There's one left. Let's go without having to say that directly, which obviously would be rude. So share your availability. You can do that with mini sessions like I just described. You can also do it with travel dates or um, wedding availability or shoot availability Um, Some different ways you can do that is like, hey, in March, I have five shoots. One's already blocked off. Let me know if you want these other ones. Or um, here are are some of my rules for booking weddings. For a long time, I was like, hey, this is my boundary. I do one or two weddings each month, and after that, I'm full. So I would share which dates I had available on my website, and I just put a little thing that was like, I book up to two weddings per month. And that's it. So once there's two booked, they're full. And um, I didn't have it as a like big prominent thing on my website, but if people were really digging through the site or if I was sharing it with some other vendor friends, they could see um, which dates I already had booked, maybe what cities I was going to, what venues I was working at. And it was really a helpful tool for not only inquiring clients, but for my vendor partners, creative partners that I was working with that um, we're trying to connect me with their clients too. And then number nine, this one's going to take a little bit more time, but it's worth putting some time into it, is getting your messaging super clear. What makes you stand out? 
And you might not know that immediately. I think it's worth working with someone to figure out like, what are the things that you offer that are valuable that not everyone offers? Um, what in your work do people see that makes them want to book you? Um, what, uh, what do you really love doing and what do your clients really love that you can highlight? So, um, for me, for some of my wedding photography for a long time, I was like, I do the classic portraits and the fun candids, but I really love reception coverage. Like all of my clients hire a big band. They have a huge party. So like they're classy and they're stylish, but they also want their, their, um, they want their guests to have so much fun. And at the time there was a ton of fine art photographers and a lot of people that didn't like photographing receptions. And so that was one of my like value adds is like, I will make your reception look so fun. And so really I found that that thing set me apart and I talked about it a lot because then it connected with the clients that wanted to have a big party, that wanted to hire the big band, that wanted to throw a big party and wanted like all their guests to have so much fun. And so like I could talk about that in my messaging. I could talk about it in the way I shared images on Instagram. I could talk about it on my website and it connected with the people that had the same um, same values as me and that wanted that for their, their event. So anyways, think through that. Think about like you want at least two, but like one main thing that you can be like, hey, I do this type of photography and I do it in this way. Like that should be able to roll off of our tongue so easy. And a, and a lot of times we don't know. We're just like, I like taking photos. I don't know. Like I want to be creative and I want to take beautiful photos and I want to have this great experience for people, but we have to make it more, um, we have to make it way more specific than that to really reach the right person, especially now where there are so many photographers and there's so many talented people. We can't just say I'm a film photographer. We can't just say I'm a hybrid photographer. Like you have to have something more specific. So spend some time journaling, looking back through your favorite weddings or favorite shoots and be like, what about that made it so fun for me? What did I really like? What did they say about the way that I captured this that really resonated that I could like talk about more in my copywriting and my marketing and my captions and, um, and lean into that because we do have to find the thing about us that is different um, to really stand out and to really charge higher prices and to continue to build a brand that is memorable and that people want to refer. A, a lot of it comes back to that like strong brand identity. So spend some time figuring that out that too. And then this is not really one of the numbers, but like put some blinders on. Keep your head in the game. Don't be like doom scrolling or looking through everyone else's work and telling yourself that you're not worth it. Like keep your blinders on, do these nine things on repeat, and I promise you'll see traction from it. So if you haven't grabbed the worksheet yet, make sure to grab it at the end of listening to this episode. It's in the show notes. You can go through, you can use it like a workbook, and you can start to do some of these small but important things that are going to grow your visibility help people find you during booking season. And um, by this time next year, you won't have so much anxiety going into the winter months either. So if we can help it all, we love helping photographers and creatives build a creative business at Dangerous Creatives. 
make sure you um, send me a little message at Kristen Sweeting or at Dangerous Creatives, and we'd love to chat with you about what's going on in your business and if we can help. So have a great day. Thank you for listening and lots of peace and love and ideal clients as you go into your booking season. You're going to do great. This episode was produced and edited by the lovely Jen Madigan Creative. Music for this episode was written and recorded by Jamie Lono and Shammy D. Thanks for being part of our Dangerous Creatives podcast community, and we'll see you again next time.